Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us. I apologize. There's an important yard site today. The yard site of Malka Glass and her family went up to Harazesim and naturally the van broke down and all kinds of delays. That's, that's why we're delaying the shear today a little bit. We dedicate the learning today, Lilu Nishmas, Malke Ida Bas Rebmeir, and Tuvia Barabisrol Yitzchok, Yorachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia, and Rosa Basi Tamar, and for a complete Rafu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Bas Galia, Yuspendel Bas Gedalia, Sorochel Bas Yuspendel, Avivilano Bas Yuspendel, Avram David Ben Chana, Hindachasa Bas Chana, Rus Alexander Esther, Chaya Bas Luna, Patricia, Mazel Bat Zahava, Jonas Ben Hilda, Shira Dvoira Bas Miriam, Soraleya Bas Chavaliba, Shimon Zvulun Ben Soraleya, Yosef Avram Eliezen Isen Ben Pesia, Borach Mordechai Ben Tali, Levi Elamelech Ben Rochelodl, Menachem Ben Risha Basha, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Shlemenisim ben Mazel, Yehuda ben Soramaya, Chaim ben Rachel, Tuv Yitzvi ben Chayaliza, Eitan Yoel ben Edna, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, David ben Behia, Besoich Tzion ben Sora, Besoich Sharchel Yisrael. We started Hilchas Avoides Elilam Halacha Gimel in the previous year. We did the introduction from Likute Moran in paragraph Aleph, and we're continuing now where Rav Nosazal begins his explanation. Ki ikr koyach ho avoidezora, ma shiesh koyach biad ho'odom la'asois avoidezora, ula osro bahano, ula hatois boe sabriois, ze nimshach rak mi pigam hagavnen halal. The fact that there is such a thing called avoidezora, the fact that human beings have the ability to, to take something and make an idol out of it and thereby make that item forbidden, that nobody's allowed to have any pleasure, you can't sell it, you can't do anything with it, and to cause people to be fooled into thinking that this is actually something, this is the, this is the, is the result of a pegam in those divine lights and colors that we spoke about in the introduction that are found in gold and silver. That's what allows the koyach hamedame to have power, shehu bilbul hamedame, which is the confusion that's caused by this medame. And again, the term medame means something that's like seichel. It's like make-believe intelligence, fantasy, meaning that the negative aspect of medame become, becomes powerful. Shehu bilbul hamedame, shemishom nimshochen kol hatuuyos shel kol oilam, and that's the source of all the mistakes of all the idols that people worship in the world. It's all coming from this place called medame, and the word medame also means a mixture of good and bad, something that's a combination of good and bad. As Rabbein Zal discusses this in another place, 
In the famous Torah Tiku Toichocha, which we discussed earlier, the final shear that Rabbein Azal gave during his lifetime, where he says there, Shekol HaMenachashim V'Hakoismim V'Chol Emunais Kuzvius Hakol MiBilbul HaMedame All of these sorcerers and those people <coughs> who make all kinds of things that, that look like, like they're, they're able to fool people, magic, to show magic, and all kinds of false beliefs that exist in the world, it's all coming from Bilbul Hamedame. The fact that there is this thing called Medame, which is good and bad, and we're going to see that Medame is also the lowest, lowest part of the intellect of a person. And over there in Medame, good and bad are mixed together. And it's very easy to get confused, to think that something's good when it really is bad. Ayin Shom, take a look over there in Torah Ches, in the second half of Likut Imran. And this concept of the confusion of Medame is the same as when those holy lights, that divine lights of Hashem that are found in gold and silver, become damaged. Because these two are dependent on each other. And now Rav Nosanzal explains. Hainu. A person who is privileged to give charity from their money properly, they give their miser, they give their 10% or their 20%, and they give it to proper causes. That causes the light, the spiritual light that's found in money to shine. In, in gold and silver, Shehem Iker Gedulas Haboyre Yisporach. And this is one of the major manifestations of the greatness of Hashem, Venizgale Elokusa Yisporach. And Hashem is revealed through this, Vaoz Nichna Hamedame. And the more we reveal Hashem, the more the Medame becomes suppressed. And the person is to go up to intelligent thinking, and when the seichel, where again through this process, and there's a revelation of the greatness of Hashem, and the medame is subdued, and we're zeichel to go up to seichel, then all types of atheism and false beliefs and Tivus Royce and Klipois that all come from Bilbul HaMedame, that all come from the confusion of Medame, all of them become subdued and suppressed. And so too, the opposite. A person who doesn't put the effort into revealing the light, the holy light that's found in money. The person does not give stoker. Just the opposite. The person spends their entire day chasing after money, excessive money, not just what they need. What 
what happens then is even the money that this person acquires, that holy light that's found becomes hidden, goes into hiding. It doesn't shine. And the more that that light becomes more hidden, then this power of medame becomes stronger. Because we have a rule, when it comes to Kedusha and Tumah, when one goes up, the other one goes down. When the Kedusha goes down, the Sitra Achra goes up. And so to the reverse. And when the forces of medame overpower the seichel, meaning the person is not thinking intelligently, their thinking is being controlled by medame, by imagination. People imagine that they're going to work hard, they're going to make a lot, a lot of money, and they're going to conquer the world, etc. That's where all the false beliefs come from. Sheboin mi bilbul hamedame kanal. They come from this bilbul hamedame. Umishom nem shochen kol avoid zora sheboilam. And so too all of the idol worship in the world. Ki kol ho avoid zora kol achizosam mebechinas kesev ezohov. Because all types of idols, even if they're not physically made of gold and silver, they draw their energy from silver and gold. As it says clearly in Tehillim, their idols, silver and gold. And as it says also about the Jews when they left Egypt, they made a calf, they made an Avodah how? Because there was an abundance of gold. As the Gemara points out, and as it says, the kesef herbeisilohem vezohov osulabol. Hashem says, I gave them a lot of kesef and zohov, and what did they do? They they used it for avodah for the baal. Hainu machma shebekidusha iker hisgalos elakusa yudulosis baruch holiday hisgalos hagavan and shebekesef vezohov because of the fact that on the side of holiness, one of the most powerful ways that we reveal the greatness of Hashem is through those divine lights that are found in gold and silver, so too on the opposite end. Hashem designed the Kiddusha and Tumah paralleling each other, that a person who acts improperly regarding money. The person does not reveal those divine lights that are found in money, which is actually a reflection of the greatness of Hashem. Then the Medame takes over that person, and causes the person to go the exact opposite direction, the opposite of Gidula Saboyri, meaning the person uses the gold and silver to make idols. And all of this is a result of the fact 
that those divine colors, that divine light that, that's found in money, in money, in gold and silver, was damaged because the person isn't using money the right way. They're not treating money the right way. Because of the fact that in gold and silver are cloaked these heavenly lights, Shehem Iker Gedula which is the, the main revelation of the greatness of Hashem, and also a revelation of Hashem Himself. Alkane, interesting, on the American money, they write, In God we trust. They know that there's a Hashem inside of this thing. <clears throat> Therefore, when the gold and silver becomes damaged by these people, they act improperly regarding these things. Then the Klippos, they attach themselves to these fallen lights, and they use it to make idols. Because of the fact that in its original roots, these colors are very high level. They're a revelation of, of the divine presence of Hashem. Now we understand a posuk in Malachi where the posuk says, Hashem says, in all the different houses of religion throughout the entire world, where they think they're bringing offerings to these other idols, it's all really to me. And the Gemara says, what does that mean? Because even they, even most of the non-Jews, refer to Hashem as the boss of bosses. In other words, they believe in these other idols, but even they recognize that there's something above that. Because the source from which Avodah draws its power is from those holy sparks of those <coughs> divine lights that were found in gold and silver that fell into the hands of the Sidra Achra. And because of the fact that these holy lights that are found in gold and silver really belong only by a Jew, <coughs> that's why an idol that's made by a Jew has a much stricter law than an idol made by an non-Jew. Once an idol was constructed by a Jew, you can never nullify it. You can never change its status. Whereas an idol that's made by non-Jews, it can be nullified. We can remove from it that title of idol and it can be used for other things. Because idols that are made by non-Jews are not able to draw from holiness as much as an idol that's actually made by a Jew. 
This is why an idol made by them can be nullified. Whereas an idol made by a Jew can never be nullified. Because the place of those divine lights is by the Jews. And when a Jew messes up and makes an idol, that idol is able to draw a lot of energy from those divine lights that are found by the Jewish people. Therefore, it's very strict. Therefore, it's very powerful and can never be nullified. Because again, what's giving power to to an idol is those fallen lights, which should have been a revelation of Hashem. And the, the true place for these lights, these holy lights, is only by the Jewish people. Any questions? Question in the chat. Beyond, beyond the Kabbalistic reason, is there a rational explanation for gold and silver being a revelation of Gadlus Hashem? What's the connection? <clears throat> it, see, it seems that when Hashem created the world, Hashem put different powers into different things. We know there are plants, there are, there are plants, that, that are cheap, and there are plants, there are flowers that cost hundreds of dollars. You know, Hashem has put, and, and usually that's a reflection of the, the divine presence that are found in all the different things in creation. Rocks. There are rocks that don't cost anything, that you can get, uh, you know, tons of this rock for nothing. And there are tiny little stones that could be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, or more even. So all of this is based on the presence of Hashem that's found in each one of these different things that defines one item as being more important and less important, more valuable and less valuable. It's obvious by, by the way the Torah speaks about gold and silver throughout, in, in the fact that the, <clears throat> the Beis Hamikdosh, a place of holiness, is defined by ornaments of gold and silver, the Kohen Godel, the Big Day Zohov, the Big Day Lovan, all of these colors are a display of the divine light of Hashem. Another example is Tcheles. The Gemara says that Tcheles reflects the color, the, the ocean, which reflects the color of the sky, which reflects the color of the Kisei and Rabbi Nezal speaks about it, that Tcheles is Miloshim Tachlis, and the Tcheles is a combination of black and white. Just like our Sefer Torah is a combination of white, <coughs> the white parchment, and the black ink. In the Sifrei Hasidus and the Sifrei Kabbalah, it seems that's the place where this topic is really, really elaborated on. Paragraph, paragraph base, Vialkain, this will explain why when an Avodah first becomes forbidden, meaning right after it's made, it's the opposite of what we just explained. An idol that's made by a non-Jew, 
the moment he finishes making it, before he even worships it, it becomes a forbidden item. V'shel Yisroel, Eina Asura Atsheti whereas an idol made by a Jew does not become forbidden until and unless the Jew actually worships it. Kibemes Yisroel Rechoiken Legamri Me'avodah because the truth is that the Jewish people are very, very far from idols. Because the Jewish people represent the, the, this divine light. The true holy light of, of holy wisdom and knowledge. Whereas all the other nations, they are associated with Medame. Medame is fantasy, imagination. It's a mixture of good and bad. Because inside of every human being, there is the Koyach HaSechel, there is true intellect, and there is imagination, fantasy, Medame. And this Koyach HaMedame is also associated with Seichel. It's also in the mind. However, it's the lowest, lowest level within Seichel, within true intellect. Shehu HaKoyach HaMedame V'HaMetzayer Bedaitoi Kol HaDvorim HaGashmim the Koyach HaMedame is that power of the brain to picture all physical items in the world. And that's the power that brings everything that, that we come into contact with, it brings it into the brain. A person who has real, true intellect, he has to see to it to make sure that the true seichel, their true intelligence, is controlling and defining the medame. Meaning, meaning that the person should strip everything from its externals, what it looks like on the outside, and be able to understand from inside the greatness of Hashem. To the point where the person completely removes their thinking from the materialism of the object. And return to the true intellect, to plug into the infinite light of Hashem, which is the Creator. Because that's the real intellect. What real intellect is all about is. It's all about recognition of Hashem. To negate and subdue the Koyach the imagination, 
the fantasy that's cloaked in the materialism of this world, and to go up, to leave all of that, and to go up to real, true seichel, which is recognition of Hashem. Hashem who is above all shapes and forms and, and all types of fantasies or imagination that are found within Medame, Shemimenu Nimshachim Kula. And all of these actually originate from Hashem. Kikol Hatmunois Vahadim Yoinois Nimshachim Meho Ein Soif Sheein Boitmuna. Because all physical shapes and forms that we find in this world all come from infinity, from Hashem, who is called Ein Soif, who has no shape or form. As Rabbi Nezal writes about this in Torah Dalit, in the second half of Likut Imran. Ayin Shem, take a look over there. What Rabbi Nezal is telling us here is we come into this world, we open our eyes, and all we see around us is physicality, gashmius, materialism. We see rocks and plants and people and animals and scent and, and smell and all, all the different things in this world. But our real purpose in this world, our real mission in this world is to look past all of that, to look beyond all of that and know that all of that is a reflection of Hashem, that Hashem is found in each one of these things. When we make a bracha on a, on a fruit or something like that, we're acknowledging that anything positive in this fruit, the color, the shape, the smell, the, the, the nutritional value, anything, it's all Hashem. It's the Hashem inside of that item. And, and a Jew has to be able to always be looking past the physical, the gashmias. When a person is looking for somebody to marry, a wife, a husband, they see an exterior, they see an external. But if the person has a little bit of seichel, they know that they have to look past that that that's not, that's not the main thing. They have to look to see what's inside that person, what, what that person believes and what that person thinks about. And just like when we speak about the entire world, man is referred to as intelligent, Whereas animals are general, generally referred to as medame, the lowest, lowest level of intellect, as is found in all these Sifrei Machshava, Sifrei Kabbalah, so too within the category of man, of human beings, Yisrael Kruyim Adam, the Torah calls the Jew an Adam. And non-Jews are not called Adam. As the Gemara says, when the Pesach says, If a Jew will bring, so the Gemara says, You are called Adam. You, the Jewish people, are called Adam. The other nations aren't. The Jewish nation as a whole are referred to, represent true seichel. The ho'akum and the non-Jews, 
Heime Bechinas Hamedame. They come from Medame Shehu Koyach Habehemis, which is which is compared to humans, that's called an animal instinct, an animal type of behavior. They are not referred to by this title, Odom. We know that an animal also has a certain level of intelligence. An animal, if it goes to a certain place and it gets hurt a few times, it knows not to go there. And if an animal knows that it receives its food in a certain place, it knows to go there for its food. The Iker Tikun Hamedame Shebaodom, who Kishehu Mirkova El Hasechel, Voiseritsoin Hasechel. The main Tikun of the Medame within man is when that Medame becomes subservient, becomes a chariot for the true Sechel, and it, it fulfills the will of the true Sechel. Just like an animal, a horse, a cow, she'ein lo das, that doesn't have human intellect, ve'ikr tikuna ve'gidula alidei hodam. Its main ability to achieve what it can possibly achieve with its life is dependent on man, a human being, feeding it and training it and guiding it, directing it. Kemoikein. So too, the power of Medame inside a person, which is the animal inside of the person, its main tikkun is when it follows and is drawn to the true intellect of the person. That's what really defines the person as Adam. Geder Yisroel. That's what defines a person as Yisroel. The word Yisroel is made up of two words, Li, Roish. I have a head, I have a brain. Dahainu, meaning, Kishahamedame, Einoi Hoylech, Achar Hagashmias. What this means is when that Medame inside of a person doesn't pull the person, doesn't draw the person towards Gashmias, Achar Taivas Habahemias. To, to be drawn to the animalistic desires, but rather the person negates and overcomes those dimyoinos, those fantasies, and the, the nonsense, the foolishness of this world, and, and follows the seichel, the true intellect, and nullifies everything, puts everything under the control of seichel. It's not people say that I'm on a seafood diet. I see what I see food and I eat it. Simple. That's called again the madame. Following I see it, I have to it looks attractive, it smells good, I have to eat it. No, I'm gonna check with the brain first. I just ate fifteen minutes ago. I don't have to eat. There's no reason to be if I eat this now it's gonna be harmful. Even if it'll taste good, even if it looks good and tastes good, it's not good for me at this current time, right now. And when a person does this, when a person puts the medame under the control of the seichel, then the neg- negativity of the medame becomes eliminated. And the medame, the good aspect of the medame, plugs into the seichel. 
The same thing holds true regarding the non-Jews. Where we said, compared to the Jews, the non-Jews are referred to as Medame. Their whole tikkun is when they're able to make themselves subservient to the Jews. The Jewish people who are the seichel of the world, the Odom. <coughs> and when these non-Jews become like a chariot for the for the and they nullify themselves to the Jews. They work for them. And they fulfill the will of the Jewish people. And they serve the Jewish people with all of their needs, like a servant serves his master. This is the main tikkun for a non-Jew. Just like the main tikkun for an animal, in order for an animal, we're talking about these like domesticated animals, a horse, a cow, those kind of things, their main tikkun, in order for them to really fulfill their purpose in this world, is when they follow a human being. And so too, just like by a human being, the main tikkun of the medame is when it follows the seichel. The main tikkun for these other nations is when they are drawn towards and nullify themselves to the Jewish people. As the Torah tells us, this is how it's going to be in the future. Shayakiru Kulam Kedushas Yisrael. All the nations of the world are going to recognize the holiness of the Jewish people. Vizbatlu Vimoshchu Achrehem. And they're going to become null and void. And they're going to be drawn to the Jewish people. They're going to follow our lead. Kamashikosu, as the Pasuk says, Vahoyu Melochim Oimnaich. Kings will be your workers. They will bow with their faces to the ground. And so too in many other psukim in the Navi. Because the main, the, the main strengthening of the seichel over the medame is found in gold and silver. And Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Likut Imran that these lights, this divine light that's found in gold and silver, only shines when it's in the possession of a Jew. When it's the possession of non-Jews, these divine lights hide their light. And when, this, when these lights are hidden, then that fake light, the medame, takes over. And that's why these non-Jews do not have the ability to reveal that divine light and eliminate the medame. 
Shim Alidei Yisroel. That can only be accomplished through the Jews. She'etzlom Iker Heora Sagavn. It's by us that this divine light can shine brightly. And that's why the Jewish people, they are really supposed to be and are the seichel, the intellect. And when a Jew subdues himself, I'm sorry, when a non-Jew subdues himself to a Jew and becomes like a chariot, becomes a support for the Jew, through this, the non-Jews can also connect to Seichel, to achieve recognition of Hashem. Because this is another example of the Medame becoming nullified to the Seichel, the Medame plugging into being able to connect to the Seichel. Any questions, please? A question: Could we say that a could we say that a woman is more connected to the koyach hamedame than a man, and and because of that, she's going to have more trouble trying to lift herself to the level of seichel. That's one question. Another question: We have to take the medame and bring it up to the seichel. <coughs> But the, the Novi, it seems, did the reverse. They took the Seichel Alokai and put it into the Medame so that they could relate their Nevoah to the people. So it goes both ways. First of all, the first question, it seems that that's, that, that is the, it, it's true. And that's one of the reasons why the snake, the original snake, approached Chava, not Odom, because he knew that he was easier, she was closer to him. The woman represents the malchus, the feet, which is, which is closest to the sitrachra. <coughs> and, and it's the malchus that we find most of the time that can go most easily, malchus dikdusha, malchus the sitrachra. That's the, the closer to, to that side. In terms of Nevi'im, Rabbein Azal speaks about this in the chapter on Likut Imran that he quoted here, chapter 8 in the second half of Likut Imran, and in several other places, chapter 54 in the first part of Likut Imran, in several places, Rabbein Azal quotes the Pasuk, Biyad Hanavim Adame, that there's Nevoah, Nevoah means prophecy, and in prophecy, there are levels and levels. Rabbi Nezal says there are, he quotes the Gemara that says that there are ten levels of prophecy. Number one, and medame, medame means something, medame is a term used to refer to a dream, like when a person has a dream. Now, there are times when Hashem reveals things to a person in a dream, or a tzaddik reveals things to a person in a dream. But the Gemara says there's no such thing as a dream without some sheker. So dreams are, are generally referred to as medame, but again, you can have a dream that's 90% truth, 10% medame, 10% sheker, or you can have the opposite. You can have all different kinds of levels of this. And in that chapter in Kutaman, Rabbein Zal talks about repairing the medame, correcting the medame, and thereby being zeichet to nevuah, thereby being zeichet to a clear, and in nevuah, in prophecy, there's something called aspaklaria hameira, 
and Aspaklari Shana Meira. There's a clearer picture that when Avi Moshe Rabbeinu was able to see Hashem Kaviochel clearly, and often he used the words Zehadovor. This is what Hashem, this is exactly what Hashem said. Whereas the other prophet said, Koi Omar Hashem. Koi means approximately this is what Hashem said. Like this is what Hashem said. There's a lot written about this in all this form. We're going to have a lot on this topic throughout Likuti Alochis. This topic of Medame. Again, Medame sometimes, Rabbein Azal said in a chapter on Likuti that we have to give the Eight Sahara a new name. So the term medame sometimes is used to refer to the Yetzirah, the Taivas Royce, Midas Royce. Here we're learning that the term medame refers to non-Jews, are the Bechina of medame compared to the Jews who are Bechina Seichel. We'll hold it over here for now. I apologize, a shorter shear and starting late. I hope that tomorrow, we'll start on time. And as of now, it seems that on Wednesday morning, early in the morning, Eretz Yisrael time, I'll be leaving for Chutzloretz, for America, for about 10 days. Unusual circumstances, certain things that came up. If I go, I hope it's going to be an important Hatzlacha for Breslov, Mitzvah And then, from there, hopefully returning to Eretz Yisrael for one day, and then going to Oman for Rosh Hashanah, Mitzvah I hope we're going to be continuing the shear from the United States the way we usually do on Monday morning and Thursday morning. I hope we'll still have our Likuti Aloha shear.